0: Hi, I'm Blake. I'm Caleb. I'm Morgan. This is the Sunday Underground. We have our good friend Morgan with us today. And to kind of kick off spooky season October, uh, instead of true crime, we are going to talk about ghosts and tell some ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Nice. I fully intended to bring like a crystal and set it into the middle of the table just to kind of, like, provide maybe some protection. Uh (laughs) Um, I forgot it. So, um, and, like, last night I was, like, working on this and, like, just kind of putting the final touches on it. My computer started acting funny. I started hearing, like, a weird noise. And, like, um, I was on FaceTime, and my phone just kept shutting off. It just kept kicking the, the call, and I was... Starting to get real attracting, the spooky vibes. Yeah, I was. I was concerned. All right, That's today's
1: episode of Sunday Underground. No, I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Let's get into it.
0: Okay, cool. Who wants to go first?
1: Go ahead. You go ahead. Me? Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys about. Um, I watched this uh, episode on like Haunted, mm-hmm. and this story was just wild to me because. Um, It kind of read like a book I'd read before, like a paranormal, like urban fantasy book. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, there was like not a happy ending. So,
1: what's what is haunted? What is that?
0: Haunted is um, it's on Netflix. It's like a TV or show about, like, different people talking about, like, their haunt the things that have happened to them and, like, reenactments and stuff. It's really neat. I enjoyed it.
1: That is cool. I've, I've never seen it.
0: I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. Huh. It's scary. It's something to watch. It was very scary. Okay. Okay, so this one, uh, it's about a girl named Hayden. She grew up in Olympia with her parents and had a normal childhood, but as she got older, her parents would end up fighting more frequently, and, you know, that was obviously rough on her. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be on any kid in that situation. So she gets to her teenage years and her parents end up divorcing. She starts acting out a little bit, you know, just being rebellious. And she gets a boyfriend who wasn't the greatest. And her parents were definitely not thrilled about him. But it was kind of one of those things where you just do something, even though you know it's wrong, yeah. just to get back at your parents. Mm-hmm. I think I think we've all been there. Yeah. For sure. Um. So she's hanging out at home one day, and her boyfriend texts her and was like, hey, I'm coming over. I have a surprise for you. So he shows up at her house with her gift, and it's not, like, flowers or it's not candy. It's a headstone uh, from a graveyard with the name Clarence on it. What? Yeah. Um, and she was like, no. No, thank you. I definitely do not want it. And she's kind of <laughs> pissed because she's like, that's disrespectful. Like, you can't mm-hmm. take— Somebody's headstone. No. And so her boyfriend is like, you know, what the fuck? You don't like my gift? Like, what's wrong with you? So he gets mad at her for not liking it and refuses to take it back.
1: That's so weird.
0: That's not a gift. No, not at all. Like,
2: I would be horrified.
1: How'd he get it? How did yeah. how do you do that? I don't
0: know. I don't know. Just maybe like plucked like by it by
2: himself. He went and picked this up. Yeah, because it was it
0: like it's like one of those <laughs> ones. that's uh, like,
1: like a plate,
0: like a rectangle oh. stone. Yeah, with the name Clarence on it.
1: Dude, man.
0: Like, what? I don't, want <laughs> uh, I don't that. like
1: that. No, no, no.
0: So she's really uneasy about having someone's headstone. So she goes to the cemetery to see if she can figure out where it belongs. Um, so, you know, cause she wants to put it back. But no matter how much she searches, she can't find the spot. So she takes it home uh, so she could take care of it. She kind of feels responsible for it, you know, and it just doesn't sit right with her to just dump it somewhere. Right. I'd probably do the same thing.
1: Rightly so, yeah.
0: Because that just feels really disrespectful to just pitch it on the side of the road. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. uh, Maybe you could take it to this, like— I was going to
2: say that. Yeah,
0: like— like like hey.
1: Municipal building, yeah. and they could like look exactly where it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they have people who like you know are caretakers of like yeah. cemeteries and stuff. That mm-hmm. would be a good idea to just dump kindly. it on them. Yeah. <laughs> well, a couple of months after having it, she wakes up early one morning and uh, goes into the kitchen to make herself something to eat. While she's doing that, she hears a noise by the front door and goes to check it out. Nothing's there. She goes back to the kitchen you know, continues making her food, and this time she hears the door open. So she goes back to check and see, and the front door is standing wide open. Mm. She runs to shut and lock the door, and as she does, she feels like something is in the house with her. She mentioned it to her parents, and they were just like, whatever, it's probably your imagination. If one of my children told (laughs) me they thought something was in the house, I would take it seriously. Mm -hmm. I would be like, okay, well, let's just pack our stuff. We're immediately moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, later on, her and her mom are having an argument, and Hayden gets mad and runs to her room and jumps on her bed, and her mom's, like, following, like, right behind her. But as soon as her mom gets to the door, the door just slams in her mom's face. And, you know, Hayden's just like, they're both kind of shocked because they were like, literally no one touched the door to slam it. So, you know, Hayden's obviously freaked out, but she kind of got the vibe that maybe Clarence was trying to protect her. She was still kind of scared, but, you know, just kind of put it out of her mind. A couple of weeks after that incident, she gets into another fight with her mom. Hayden leaves the house and goes downtown to Olympia. And she's walking down an alley when some guys start following her. And they're just being, like, real disgusting, Mm -hmm. like just talking about, like, what they're going to do to her, just really gross, vile thing. Mm -hmm. And then, like, she feels, like, this really heavy feeling, and the guys just, like, take off running. And at that point, she was like, okay, I'm pretty sure, like, Clarence Mm -hmm. is protecting me.
1: That's bizarre.
0: So she turns 18 and moves to join the Marine Corps. Life's normal and good, and Clarence is still around. So one night she's asleep in her bed, and she wakes up, but she can't move. Floating down at the end of her bed is, like, a dark cloud, kind of shaped like a man. And at first she's scared, but then she realizes, like, that's Clarence. And she was kind of happy because, like, she thought it was cool that he manifested himself and that he had been, like, protecting her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, like, interesting to see, like, your... Invisible protector for the first time.
1: Yeah, also mm-hmm. crazy. He was like attached to the tombstone.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's,
1: or I would assume.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, a week later, he shows up again, but this time he reaches down to touch her leg. So she wakes up to see him touching her leg and hears like this growling whisper sound, but she's still not scared and she, you know, kind of feels herself becoming more drawn to him. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's cool. Mm-mm. I would not be okay with that. No.
1: Mm-mm. No. No.
0: <laughs> so around this time she goes off to military police training and meets her then boyfriend Austin. It was a whirlwind romance uh, right before they turned 19, they got married, and Clarence kind of went on the back burner. You know, she was totally in love with her her uh, husband and mm-hmm. You know, just really wanted to focus on them and their relationship. So they bought a house, fixed it up, moved their stuff in, and are just, you know, loving living that domestic life. Uh And Hayden decides to take a bath before bed and notices like a shadow out of the corner of her eye. Doesn't think much of it, goes back to taking her bath, and the faucet turns on she looks over and sees Clarence standing in the bathroom with her. <laughs> like, no. you are way too comfortable, mm-hmm. ghost. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, what the hell?
0: So she's a little concerned, but, you know, she still isn't scared of him. And she, side note, has never mentioned him to her husband. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, would, that might be an important thing to mention mm-hmm. when you're marrying For sure. someone. For sure. But, I mean, I guess also, too, I can understand you run the risk of them thinking you're, like, absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So after a bath, she gets into bed with her husband, and later that night, they both wake up to the sounds of footsteps. Her husband gets out of bed, um, you know, to go make sure that no one's broken into their house. But he doesn't find anything weird or out of place, so he goes back to bed, and she still does not mention Clarence because she's like, oh, that's just got to be Clarence, mm-hmm. you know, like messing around. So days go by. Things are pretty normal and routine. But when night falls and they, uh, they're they sound asleep, her husband wakes up to see Clarence standing at the end of the bed. What? And he, he is just absolutely terrified, as he should be. Mm-hmm.
1: She, she's like, no, it's just Clarence. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> about it. Oh, my God.
0: So, Hayden finally decides to tell him about Clarence, and she tried to calm him down and tell him, like, you know, don't worry about it. Clarence protects me. And her husband is like, no, like, this is not normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He wanted to leave the house, and, you know, because he felt like it really was not safe there for either one of them. But Hayden was having no part of that. She did not want to leave. So... They're in the kitchen talking about Clarence, and they're talking about, you know, like, leaving the house, and out of nowhere, Hayden has an urge to just throw the knife at her husband, and that was, like, super out of character for her. She's not aggressive, has never had these thoughts before, but she felt like maybe Clarence was influencing her thoughts because she didn't feel like herself in that moment. Kind of like, it kind of sounds like possession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. he's trying to, like, take her over. So, you know, they start to realize, like, Clarence wanted her all to himself and just absolutely hated her husband being around. (laughs) They have a team of paranormal investigators come in. (laughs) Isn't that just wild? It's,
1: it's, yeah, I can't wrap my mind around it. It's Mm -hmm. That's why it's funny. I mean, I just can't. But she
2: obviously felt some type of way to like keep him around. Oh that's
1: yeah, what I'm that's saying. Yeah. that's even weirder, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like you know, but like at the same time, I can I guess I can see like her being like, okay, I have like somebody who's gonna protect me all the time. But you also mm-hmm. have a husband now right. that can, you know, do those things, maybe not supernatural powers, but yeah. I don't know. You know, how much of that was him influencing her?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man, I don't know.
0: So they have a team of paranormal investigators come in, and they're doing all their tests. And um, Austin, he's in another room by himself, Mm -hmm. and he just comes, like, tearing into the room where everyone else is. And he has scratches, like, all down his back. And by that point, he's done. He gets his stuff and leaves. And one of the investigators tell Hayden that she thinks it's not a ghost but a demon— And Hayden disagrees, and she's like, no, there's no way. He's helped me on numerous occasions. But the investigator was like, you know, that's how they draw you in. Uh They do these, like, little things for you until, like, you know, you start to think they're good. So that way they can just latch on to you.
1: That is terrifying, Mm by the way.
0: And uh, she also explained that... um, Clarence probably realized that he was losing his grip on Hayden when she married her husband, and he just, like, really wanted him gone and Hayden all to himself. They try to reconcile and, you know, fix their marriage, and her husband offers to get the house blessed, but Hayden declines the offer because she still wants Clarence to stay.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And as far as I know, he's, like, still there.
2: And, like, she still has the tombstone the, yeah. and everything.
1: Oh, my God. That is such a crazy story.
2: That is. Yeah. It was, uh <laughs> like, something that she didn't want to actually enjoy, like, the idea of it or, you know?
1: Yeah. This demon/spirit mm-hmm. is in your head possibly controlling influencing your thoughts
0: and you kind of know that he's like influencing your thoughts but mm-hmm. you're still like okay with it i mean i don't know what i'd do in that situation i can't imagine how i'd feel but you know i'd take that back and do <laughs> so what i would mm-hmm. do i would get rid yeah
1: yeah you you've had the feeling like someone's watching you you know Ugh. like when you're like having that feeling 100% of the time how mm-hmm. could you not
0: In your own home. Yeah. I feel like it would be very invasive. I would not like that. I don't like it either.
1: I don't like the thought of it. Mm -mm. I mean, I couldn't go to sleep at night, I don't think. Mm -mm. Or take a bath. Like, you're so vulnerable. Completely naked, and this thing's like watching you bathe and Mm -hmm. stuff.
0: And obviously, like, it can, like, it turned the faucet on, it slammed mm-hmm. the door.
1: Like, yeah, that's weird.
0: I don't think I'd trust it in my bathroom
1: with me. No, mm-hmm. no, wow, that is a wild story for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's next?
1: I'll read one. Um, it's not crazy long, it's just something I found off of Reddit. I'm not gonna give the Reddit name because it was essentially like letters and numbers, so I don't even know if it's a real user anymore or okay. whatever. So, um, credit to this person if they're hearing this or whatever. I'm sorry. I'm reading your story, though. So, um, yeah, this is 100% not my story. So, it's called The the Boy With No Eyes.
0: Oh, I think I saw this uh, one. I, saw I already
1: this. don't like this.
0: Yeah, I, I read this one last night. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know it, but just The Boy With No Eyes, yeah. that's a solid no yeah, for no. me.
1: It's a crazy story. I creepy. like it. Okay, so, this is in quotes. One night when I was 10... I was woken up by my bedroom door opening, followed by someone sitting on my bed. Oh my god. The Reddit user recalls of a childhood brush with a very persistent ghostly aspiration. I felt my leg grazed in the bed sink under a person's weight. It's just, my, it's just mom, I thought as I opened my eyes. It was not my mom. I found an eyeless boy.
0: Oh, God.
1: He had black, empty sockets, about my age, sitting on the foot of my bed. He extended his hand, and in it was a little box. I was startled, but I reached out. He pulled back. I reached again and said, give it. Then I blinked, and when I reopened my eyes, he was gone. But I could still see the imprint where he had sat on my bed. Ugh. Yeah. No
0: thanks. No thanks.
1: Fast forward five years. My girlfriend came over to do homework. After she finished, she took a nap while she waited for her parents. When they arrived, he tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly, looking up at the corner where the wall met the ceiling. She pointed there and went back to sleep. I shook her again. She came to full consciousness and I explained what she had done. She looked haunted. Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. Hmm. He was there in a Spider-Man pose.
0: Oh, okay. on the wall. Listen, you know how I feel about things crawling in corners Mm -hmm. and on
1: walls? Absolutely not. It it comes like the movie Hereditary comes to mind. Oh, God. Yeah. When the mom's like up in the corner. uh,
0: Okay, 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 okay. I don't (laughs) like that
1: part. I love it. I love that part. Okay, so fast forward another five years. I was with the same girlfriend and we had a two year old. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. My daughter started waking up at the same time every night and she talked. After a while, I noticed she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her once whom she was talking to. She said, it's a little boy, he's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. No. What? No. Like, first of all, who's this little boy, and what happened to his eyes? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You know,
0: mm-hmm. I can just like picture it. It's uh, I don't want to picture it, but what's like the 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 movie with the the little boy? Is it, mm. It's not The Ring. It's Is it The Ring? Like the little boy who's like crouched down and he's like staring at you with black eyes.
1: Oh. um What movie is that? Uh, where she has the hand like in the shower on her head. Yes. Um, I know the Japanese was like Ringu or something like that.
0: I think that's what I saw. Yeah.
1: I can't remember what the American version's name, but yeah, super creepy. Uh, <laughs> I just couldn't imagine... Thinking you're seeing something is one thing, but when you can see an imprint on the bed where you're like laying or sitting, mm-hmm. like that's a whole nother level yeah. of terrifying mm-hmm. to me.
0: Like there's like physical evidence yeah. at that point that there's. Yeah.
1: I don't know what I would do. I don't think I could handle it. No. Mm-mm. I'm not one for these types of situations. Mm-mm. No. As much as I like the macabre and like the strange, unusual, whatever. I don't like it in my own life. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: you wouldn't want it to happen to you.
1: No, I don't want to be terrorized by something I can't see mm-hmm. all the time. I don't want to be terrorized anyway, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, and for the girlfriend to see it. Oh. And mm-hmm, then their mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. to see it. Like this thing is just, maybe the house is haunted yeah, and not so much that them. Yeah, room
2: specifically. Yeah.
1: Maybe it was there. room. Maybe he was killed in that room. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But Anyway, I just thought that was terrifying. That's the one I wanted to share for sure. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Morgan, do you have one for us? Yes. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, mine is kind of like about this person who, I guess, knew this person that was killed. Okay. And so they had like an encounter with them.
1: Oh, crazy.
2: Um, it's called, It Was Good to See an Old Friend. So, Okay. When I was 13, I went to my high school reunion. I flew into the nearest airport and rented a car. The distance was about 35 miles through a very rural and almost abandoned part of the country. About three miles outside of town, I see someone on the side of the road flagging me down. It turned out that it was one of the guys I had attended um, school with, Jim. Jim gets in the car and we start talking. I had not seen him in 20 years. He still looked the same, maybe a little older. We get into town and I ask him if he wants to come to the VFW and have a drink with me. He says, no, I just take me home. Jim's parents had only lived a few blocks from my grandmother's house and I turned in that direction but he said, take me to the outskirts of town. There was a mobile home park out there and I figured that that is where he lived. When we reached the end of the turn, he said, just drop me off here. It was good to see you again, and walks off into the night. I go to the VFW, met some of my old classmates, and we started to talk. As we were talking about who was coming to the reunion, I mentioned that I had picked up Jim three miles east of town and had dropped him off. Everyone gets quiet. Even the guy singing the karaoke stops and lays down the mic. My cousin goes white as his new sh- white T-shirt. Barb, Jim died on the on that curve eight years ago. Ugh. Rolled his car, and we were all at his funeral. I was told. I start to feel really dizzy, and I went out to the car to take some deep breaths. There was there on the seat was the local newspaper printed eight years previous, containing Jim's obituary. I still have the paper. So like, no. He, like, saw him, thought he was a real person.
0: Oh,
1: man. No way. That That's really intense. Like, mm-hmm. they're a ghost, but they're so real that mm-hmm. you can, like, physically see mm-hmm.
2: them. Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. The other one that I read, too, was kind of, like, the same, um, where, like, this guy was in a mental institution, and he didn't speak. And, like, the nurse took care of him for, like, years, mm. and then he escaped. And then she saw him again, like, 10 years later with a different name. He checked him, like, came back with a different name, and she swore that she, she said she still doesn't know if she was dealing with a ghost or a real person, if he was a ghost the whole time. Oh, man. What? Yeah. No. No way.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's fascinating to me. Like when you think of like mm-hmm. an apparition or like a ghost or whatever, maybe like a mist, a fog, mm-hmm. a shadow, but to see someone like fully clothed yeah. and like walking around. I mean,
2: mm-hmm. I don't
1: how does that work?
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's why I thought that was interesting. And like interesting.
1: where do they go when they you know when they're not there anymore? I mean, mm-hmm. I just
2: They just disappear it's or interesting like Interesting
1: for sure. And why was it him that saw you know? I don't know. Are there any other sightings?
2: Yeah, like why did he make his presence known to him? Yeah.
0: Ugh, that's gross. I don't like that. Me neither. Do you guys believe in ghosts?
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. -hmm.
0: Have you ever saw a ghost? Had any ghosty things happen to you?
1: Um, Okay, I've never seen a ghost per se, but um, I was in my apartment i lived on um i lived by myself and i lived in the it was like a quadruplex so i lived up on the top like in one of the rooms buildings whatever and uh in my bathroom sometimes i would smell smoke like i don't smoke cigarettes Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and i was like it was like intense like someone had just smoked and like left I was like, oh, that's that's really weird. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my aunt one day, and I don't know what brought it up, but somehow we were talking about things. And she said, yeah, sometimes I smell like a strong smoke smell. And I was like, you got to be kidding me because I smell that in my apartment sometimes. And she's like, like I think it's your grandma, like her mom, my Hi. mom's mom. She smoked. Her and, my, her and my grandpa smoked like three packs of cigarettes a day. Just smoke, smoke, smoke. So we think that's maybe her coming back every now and again.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh.
1: Yeah. And so I it kinda scared me after mm-hmm. I knew what was going on because I, I could never see anything, but I was just like, Oh
2: man. Did you only experience that at the apartment or have you experienced it since?
1: No, just at that apartment.
2: Mm, interesting.
1: Yeah, maybe something was going on, maybe she had to look up like watch over me for a minute. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was weird.
0: I've had a lot of ghosty experiences. Yeah. Let's hear a couple. Okay. Um so, I was telling my mom and my sisters, like, hey, I'm doing, uh, like, we know we're all doing an episode on ghosts. Um, I know my experiences that I've had. So, I called them and I was like, hey, tell me yours. Mm-hmm. And I want to say out of all the houses that my mom and sisters and, you know, some of them I haven't lived in because I'm older than my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, They've all been haunted, except for two. So starting, like, when I was really little, um, we lived here in Terre Haute. And my mom, I wanted the room in the attic, and it wasn't done. And so she fixed it all up for me, painted it. Like, it was great. I loved it. It was exactly the way I wanted it. But I would not sleep in that room for anything. I was terrified. Mm -hmm. I don't know of what but it was, like, I just remember, like, the couple of times I did sleep in my room, just laying in bed and just being, like, frozen in fear. And, like, that was, like, around the time my little sister was born. And she, like, just would never sleep, was up crying all the time. Mm-hmm. So we moved to a different house. It stops, and she's fine. So that was really weird. Then <laughs> we moved to Florida, and we live... um Uh, at a house there, and it was burned down, but my parents, like, or my mom and stepdad, they, like, went and redid the whole house, and, you know, it was, like, a brand new house at that point, Mm -hmm. but that house was one of the scarier houses. We would hear, like, adults and children, like, talking specifically in the kitchen My little sisters, uh, they shared a bedroom, and they would go to bed, and they had, like, one of those, you know, like, old TVs with, like, the built-in VCRs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was, like, no remote for this thing, and it would just turn on and off, (laughs) on (laughs) and off. And this was about the time my little sister, Katie, developed her imaginary friends called the b Oh, no, that's always when it goes bad. Yeah. (laughs) She told me... Like, she would tell, like, me and my mom, if she got in trouble for doing something, she'd be like, that wasn't me. That was them. And we were like, what the fuck? Mm-mm. She, I talked to Katie the other night, and she told me that she would get up in the middle of the night and sit at the end of her bed and play with them. So what? She, yes. she like She, like, vivid, like, remembers this. Vividly remembers. Mm-hmm. Like, like, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. no. No, no, no. Why'd
1: they go away? Does she know, like, but
0: I don't know. I think she, maybe just because she got older, um, that we also moved.
1: Oh, so okay, okay, okay. They
0: might have just, just been like at the house. Yeah.
1: Wow, man, that is that mm-hmm. is unreal.
0: Yeah. So I'm trying to think, like, where did they go after that? Um, they went to a house in Oklahoma. So the first house they lived in in Oklahoma, they'd been there. They they were there probably a total of 2 weeks mm-hmm. before they all moved out. It was a huge house. It was like two stories. I think they said it was like 6 or 7 bedrooms. It was massive. Everybody had their own room, but my sisters and my little brother refused to sleep in separate bedrooms. They had like they all like would sleep on the floor in like one little bedroom because they were so terrified. Uh Katie, my sister, said that she felt like something would stare at her and now that she's older she described it as like something from like the movie from insidious just like oh. staring at you Mm-mm. all the
1: time i don't like that
0: yeah. um she said like when she would lay down she felt like something was just like right like hovering over her and like right in her face um Apparently, the a ghost pus- pushed my mom down the stairs, like, pushed her so hard, she fell back, and there was, like, a wall at the end of the stairs and, like, punched a huge hole in the drywall.
1: Damn. Mm-hmm.
0: So, after that, um, they were like, you know, we're done. We're leaving. We're not staying in this house. Would you say they were only there for two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. And then they moved to a different house. So, they go to another house in Oklahoma, and... That wasn't what—they said that one wasn't too bad. Just, like, random stuff would happen. Like, mm-hmm. uh, my mom has, like, a bunch of um, pictures from my great-grandmother who's passed away. Yeah. They would, like, randomly fall off the wall.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh...
0: Okay, so then after that, they go to back to Florida. And I'm over at my mom's house helping her unpack everything. And so far that day, we had unpacked— my sister's room, my little brother's room, and the kitchen. So, And this was when um, my son was also a baby, so he was with us too. We were all sitting around the dinner table eating, and this house is like a typical Florida house. It mm-hmm. had tile rooms in literally every room of the house. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there eating, and we hear like just glass shattering. Like someone had taken a box of glass and dumped it over. My mom's. and I searched that whole entire house. Nothing was broken. Nothing was broken even after we unpacked all the boxes and put up like put it up where it goes. That was also the same house that my little brother hated. He said that there was a man in black, and um he would like stand in the backyard and like watch him, and he refused to go outside,
1: yeah, I would too. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say your mom uh, you said she has like a turntable that she hears like music on,
0: yeah. Yeah, she has, like—my mom is obsessed with antiques and thrifting, and so she brings home all this, like, spooky shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, one of those, like, hand-crank, like, record player things, you know, like the really old ones in the cabinet. And that's another story. Um, the last house my mom was in, we went there to visit for the summer, and— I'm laying in bed. It's like the night before we leave, and I'm laying in bed. I had taken the iPads away from everybody and the phones and charged them so they'd have them for the plane. Yeah. And I hear this music, and I, I'm like, oh, my God. One of these kids is snuck in here and got their iPad or whatever. I walk out there. I still hear the music. Nobody's got an iPad. Everybody's sound asleep. I check my sister's room. They're all asleep. I check my mom and stepdad's room. They're passed out asleep. Nothing is going and I'm still hearing this music.
1: What do you do? You just go back to bed? Yeah,
0: I was terrified. <laughs> I, like, jumped in bed. I, like, hoofed it back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the scariest thing that happened to me in her house. Um, There was, okay, so, like, there was, like, the living room, my mom's room, and then, like, a bathroom off to the corner. And... It was, like, one of the—like, a bigger bathroom, so, like, the toilet is, like, further, like, far away from the door, and then there's a window right by it, and I could hear everyone outside talking, like, the kids, my my sisters, my brother. They were all outside because they were, like, cooking or doing something, Mm -hmm. and so I'm freaking going pee, and I hear somebody, like, you know, like, rattle the doorknob, and I'm like, just give me a minute. I'm almost done. And they do it again. And this time it's harder. And I'm, like, annoyed now. I'm, like, chill the fuck out. Like, I'll be out in a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm almost done. This time the door starts, like, rattling. Like, just, like, someone is trying to rip the door down. And I'm, like, terrified. <laughs> so I just yell, like, stop. Yeah. And it completely stops. I go outside, and I'm screaming at everyone. I'm like, which one of you was in there doing that to yeah. me? And they were like, what are you talking about? Like, we were all out here. Nobody—this was, like, a couple years ago. Mm. Nobody's admitted to it. So either that was real or they're, like, playing the long game with this joke. Yeah.
1: No, oh, that's terrifying.
0: Yeah, so— mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff, like, it would, like, whisper in my face. Like, I woke up to, like, something, like, just right on top of my face. Oh, man, no. (laughs) And it asked me if, it said, is your light on? I don't know what that means, but I, I was terrified. It was, it was weird to have something, like, just feeling like it was floating right over your face. And, but, yeah, that's, uh... It was, it was scary at the time. Like, stuff would fly off the shelves. Like, my mom, uh, like, is a collector of old Bibles. Mm-hmm. They would randomly fly off the shelves. She has, like, a shadow box with all kinds of little tiny things in it. She told me it's—hold on. It was um, a key, an old jail key from, like, uh, the Georgetown, like, County, South Carolina jail. Mm-hmm. And— it was only in this one house specifically that it happened. It was like an old bootleggers house that she lived in. Oh, okay. With like the, you know, little cellars and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. underneath. Yeah. For whatever reason in that house, the keys to the jail would fly off the shelf. And they they were like old keys from like, I don't know, like eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds. Probably a skeleton. Yeah, they were key, skeleton like, keys. Yeah. yeah. Um Bibles would fly off of shelves, stuff would disappear. Um My sisters, like, told me that they were in the living room and there was, like, like doors that shut off their part of the house from the living room because they had, like, their bedrooms and, like, a bathroom in the middle. And they're in the living room and they see, like, the door slam. And they thought that my little brother was in there just messing with their— and they're like, knock it off, you know, like, get out of our room. The door opens and then slams again. And they're like, you know, this is really annoying. Like, I'm, Mm -hmm. they go outside to tell my mom, and my little brother is sitting outside playing. He wasn't
1: there. Oh, no. Mm
0: -mm. But yeah, there's been a bunch. I know. There's (laughs) like, it's been rough. Yeah. Like, all these ghosts. Luckily, nothing like that has happened to me at my home, knock on wood. Mm -hmm. It does not. Um, it seems to only happen like around my mom. So as long as it stays with her and not mm-hmm. being included.
1: Cool, That's one point I was going to bring up. Uh, maybe stuff happens like this a lot, but only certain people can pick up on it. Mm-hmm. You know, different wavelengths and things like that and how yeah. much of your brain you use, whatever.
0: Yeah. I wonder too, like, um, you know, cause there's like mediums and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. People who can communicate with the dead, um, Maybe, like, just more people are sensitive to that, and things are more attracted to people that
1: are sensitive that to it. That can know they're there. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that.
0: And also, I'm sure all the antiques my mom has in her home does not help. Yeah. Whatsoever, because she's had some things <laughs> that we were, like, get rid of. Yeah. That's terrifying. hmm
1: mm-hmm. I don't—yeah, my mom used to have stuff like that, and I hated it.
0: She had, like, this one, like, little, like, rocking wooden rocking chair, but on the bottom— mm-hmm. It had, like, this little, like, you know, those, like, uh, little music boxes, kind of? Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you rocked the chair, that little music box would play.
1: No. That's straight out of we a horror like, film. Why
0: do you, yeah. We were like, why do you have this? Get rid yeah, of it. I don't it's like creepy. rocking chairs. Yeah. Me neither. I think they're it's, creepy. Yeah, well, she loves it. She thought it was the coolest thing like ever. They,
2: people no. put them in, like, their nurseries or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm no. Never mm-hmm. will have one. Even <laughs>
0: big rocking chairs are yeah. scary.
1: Well, every horror movie you see, there's a rocking chair in the corner exactly. and it just starts rocking. It's exactly. like
0: exactly what's the what's the what's that movie uh, that we both watched with the little? Um, oh, it was from the '80s, and it was the antique the changeling wheelchair. Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Oh, that was, was terrifying. It really was. Oh my god, yeah. If you've never seen the changeling, like check it out. Uh, there's a scene at the very end of the movie, and it is. It's worth waiting the whole two and a yes. half hours to see it. It's like
0: yeah, it's you have to watch it. It's absolutely but, hmm.
1: yeah. Those old will tears creeping me out. They give me yeah. the willies. We got about eight ten minutes left. Morgan, do you have have you like seen any kind of?
0: I've never experienced anything with ghosts. Never. But, mm-hmm. Have you ever like visited like any haunted sites or? Um no, not really. I mean, I would. I would go. I'd totally go to sleep. You've never...
1: What is it? A hundred steps? I,
2: I mean, yeah, I've been there, but I've never, like, experienced anything weird while I was there.
1: Yeah, I me mean, neither. I've been that night, and I've been during the day. Ugh. I went at night first, and I was... You know, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you have in your head that some shit's going to happen if yeah. you do the thing. Um, And I went the next day to look at it in... The light and it's still creepy because it's literally out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. There's all these tombstones on this hillside, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, completely away from everybody. But um, I don't know, it just has a weird vibe. Yeah. Of course, there's all the lore that goes with it and everything, but definitely, I don't know. It'd and then
0: be- like the Hell's Gates, too. Yeah, we yeah, sh- we should go. That would be fun. I mean, I'm not like, I'll go watch you guys explore, but I'm not like going to. Participate in any of that? What happens if you like bring something home with you? Like that's yeah. a, that's a no for me. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I mm-hmm. went to the what is it? The hundred steps in Brazil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would not walk up the stairs. Yeah,
2: I don't. Yeah, nope. I think I I don't think I made it up all the way. Oh, you're supposed to.
0: You're supposed to go all the way up and Mm-mm. then come all the way back down. No.
1: The. Um, the indiana central state hospital
0: oh yeah
1: it's uh it was constructed in 1848 and was originally called the central indiana hospital for the insane and it housed like tens of thousands of patients in the huge buildings it was like 160 acre grounds before it closed in like 1994 um Started off as like a sanitarium, and then I think it they kind of built like extra buildings and turned it into like a house for like tuberculosis or something like that. Oh, but it just like they just closed, so there's all everything that was in there is still in there. Oh, so there's furniture, people's clothes, um, yeah, everything, and like the paints peeling off the walls, it's in complete disrepair, and apparently, you can hear like disembodied voices and Ugh. things move and there's sounds and you can actually take tours of it you remember we is talked
0: that, is that the place we were talking about yeah
1: you can you can like you can tour it or you can spend like the night yeah. and no. check it out like uh like things like literally move you know and uh I don't know it says there's been reports of people being um, assaulted by invisible hands oh, glowing orbs like floating around. And uh, a large portion of the former asylum had been redeveloped into apartments. And Who
0: would want to live there? Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, not this guy. No. Mm. But I don't know. I just thought that was pretty neat. It's in Indiana.
0: I really wish I was brave enough to go. Maybe I could go in like the daytime. I think I'd be... Do they do daytime tours?
1: I'm um, Not 100% for sure. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well. I don't think it would have the mystique as
0: yeah.
1: night. I dare you guys to go. Yeah. Not being able to see really puts a whole nother level of terrifying on things. hmm mm. And being in a place that you've never been before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't know the exits and all that.
0: And, too, you're probably, like, it with a group of strangers, mm-hmm. too. I wouldn't.
1: Yeah. seen too many movies for that yep. to happen. hmm But, anyway, this was a cool episode. Um, I don't know. We're going to try to continue to do more things throughout uh, October.
0: Mm-hmm. Like some more uh, spooky themed things. So,
1: yeah, interesting.
0: I have some demonic possessions coming up that oh, cool. I am genuinely scared of. So, yeah, I think that might be the next one.
1: Good. I'm excited.
0: Oh, they're so <laughs> awful. That's like my one thing that I really am scared of. Yeah. But it'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Great episode. Yeah. And- mm-hmm. I want to mention that we have another podcast that we do called, um, the name of it is the register. And we, we like listen to an album in its entirety and kind of review and just discuss the album, our thoughts, feelings, whatever. So, uh, if you're interested, check that out. We'd love it. And we've actually talked about starting a new podcast where we, uh, watch some horror movies and discuss those. So some of our favorite things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'll be cool. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that. Enjoy your, uh, October. (laughs) Bye. Bye.